Nora and Arthur from the Oscar-nominated movie Past Lives have a loving marriage and a fulfilling creative partnership. She's a playwright. He's an author. But they are so different in so many other ways. Is this what you imagined for yourself when you left school? When I was a 12-year-old? Yeah. Is this what you pictured for yourself? Laying in bed in some tiny apartment in the East Village with some Jewish guy who writes books. Greta Lee stars as Nora, who left Korea as a kid and left behind her childhood sweetheart, Sung. Sung tracks her down decades later in New York, and reconnecting with him prompts all kinds of questions for Nora about the path she chose in life and how her decisions have reshaped her identity. He still lives with his parents, which is really Korean. He has all these really Korean views about everything. And... I feel so not Korean when I'm with him, but also in some way more Korean. So weird. It's a sentiment that felt so familiar to me as a Taiwanese-American woman, that feeling of living in between, between Western and Eastern, between kinship and distance. Greta Lee and I talked about how her character Nora embodied that tension in this film. In Nora's case, she's she's Korean Canadian. But if you look at, let's say the language aspect of it, it was so important to accurately convey the fluidity of language. And, and when you mention like, okay, feeling more Asian around certain people or less, that kind of fluctuation is something that is so real and personal to me. Um, and we wanted to bring that to the character in this story. Yeah. So in certain it was so crucial to really hone in on and be really specific in certain cases about, well, is she going to sound, how how Asian does she sound? How Korean does she sound at the beginning of a scene as opposed to the end of the scene? After, let's say, several hours of talking to his home in Korean and just being mindful of all of that, I mean, was a reflection of what this experience is that, that we're talking about of living in the in-between, experiencing that full spectrum of Western and Eastern and, you know. Oh my God, like, especially that moment when Nora's lying in bed with her husband and he mentions that she talks in her sleep in Korean. And she didn't even know that that was what was happening. (laughs) Well, there's something so exposing about language, right? I mean, my language, my my Korean-ness is something that's so private. And actually, you know, I was like, surprise and kind of I tickled by uh, the response from my friends and family initially when they heard that I was taking this on this kind of reaction collectively of like oh my god but can you actually speak Korean you can speak Korean (laughs) how good how good is your Korean Oh, oh no and but what I feel like what that was honing in on is there is so much to um the way we hold on to whether it's our native language or our second language, and um, what that relationship is like. Um, So that scene, yeah, that scene when she's talking to Arthur about it, it is so personal. The the fact that her husband can identify that that is something, that is a place that he can't go. He can't access. He can't, and he is fully cognizant of that. Did you surprise yourself that you could speak Korean so well in this movie? Were you like kind of reaccessing this deep reservoir in your own brain? Like, oh, I I know this. I can speak so much better than people are giving me credit for. 
I never expected to do a movie in Korean with this much Korean, a movie in any other language (laughs) other than my primary language, which is English. And being immersed and re-immersed in my Korean and Koreanness, it unlocked a lot of different things. It it cracked Mm -hmm. open for me, recognizing all the shifts that I'd made in my life and my career, this trajectory of what this means to have this immigrant experience. Yes, we have academic ideas of what assimilation is, but it became really personal. And it was, I think in a way, it matched maybe Nora's experience of feeling the heartbreak Mm -hmm. and the loss of identity letting go of former selves and and just reconciling that you know the the choices that we make where we live who we're surrounded by they have yes. incredible massive impacts on the full trajectory of our lives yes well you segue beautifully into my next question a korean concept known as inyon comes up in this story explain what that is really briefly to people who have no idea what this term means Inyan, to me, as I know it, is just about human connectedness. It's rooted in ideas of reincarnation. And it could be as slight as two people walking down the street and brushing up against each other. And it could also be as deep and vast as the connection that we would have with a parent or a spouse, um, spanning over multiple lifetimes, even. Exactly. Can I ask you, Greta, have you ever felt Inyan before? This feeling of, I've met you before. I feel like I already know you. When, when you meet somebody for the first time. Something that springs to mind is I felt a deep Inyan with the script, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a deep connection yeah. with the script. Uh-huh. It cut through me. I had such a profound experience in reading the gorgeous words that Celine had written. That's Celine Song, the writer and director. Yes. And it, wasn't until a year later that the job came to fruition. So for me, like this idea of destiny and fate and connectedness is Mm. just embedded Mm. in so many aspects of this job and this process. And yes, I also feel union with them. You know, maybe there was a boy in kindergarten named Jimmy. Um, Jimmy, if you're out there, I think we have, we, we have union. (laughs) You've met Jimmy in a past life. Yes. Way before kindergarten. (laughs) You know, I cried. So much, well, throughout the movie, but especially at the end, and I'm not going to give anything away, but it filled me with such hope, Mm. the end, because it was like, there is such beauty in committing to one path. Yes, you lose something, you sacrifice something with each choice you make, but you also gain something, right? Yeah. I mean, there's that beautiful moment in the beginning of the movie when Nora's mother um, says, and uh, hopefully I'm not messing up this quote, that in order to gain something, sometimes you have to lose something. Mm-hmm. So exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I I can definitely relate to that idea of of love and, and destiny, not as sort of like these neat constructs, but just as a living and breathing entity in and it of itself that evolves with us over the course of our lives. Absolutely. Greta Lee stars in the new film, Past Lives. Thank you so much for sharing this time with us, Greta. This was such a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. 